Uh, just a two-part question. Uh, number one, do you think there's any point uh, at which the Chinese stop buying U.S. dollars? Uh, and the second part is, do you think there's any chance that uh, major commodities like oil, for instance, stops being traded in U.S. dollars? Uh, there was some talk about that a couple of years ago. I haven't really heard much about it lately, but I think those two kind of things could put a crimp in the plans of uh, American being, you know, the dominant economy and the dollar being all sovereign. Yeah, so the, the question is, um, let's do the second one first. Um, I think that we will eventually drift away um, from just having the U.S. dollar as the, the numeraire. Right now it is, and we're in a strong position. But I tend to think as these other economies grow up around the U.S. that uh, it will become less significant overall and the case to be made for everything in dollars um, is going to be a lot weaker. And indeed, um, it, it already is because effectively a lot of the fluctuation in the price of oil is due to the dollar itself. So if you look at oil in a different currency, it looks much different than um, looking at it in the U.S. dollars. Um, so, so I think that that's more of a long-term thing. And actually, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay, we've got a floating currency. We've got a very strong economy uh, in terms of the fundamentals. Like right now, it's weak, but the fundamentals are, are, are there. Uh, we're a very innovative uh, economy. and will be um, a winner in, in the future. And I don't think it's, it's crucial um, that everything is done in dollars. So uh, it gives us a little extra bargaining power uh, today. But I would say in the medium term, we're going to see um, you know, baskets, probably. Uh, as for, for what China is doing, it really doesn't have a choice kind of like doing what's known as vendor finance. So they, they want us to buy you know, their goods. So they're supporting us. And that's the way you know, they've got a huge demographic bet. It's a bet that um, is unprecedented in history in terms of the way that they, their family planning has changed for basically having one child. And then how do you support an aging population when you've only got one child? So the only way to do that is to grow at a real rate of 10% every year for a huge number of years. So they understand the bet. They understand what's at stake. They've got to develop very rapidly and almost at an unprecedented rate in order to kind of fulfill kind of this demographic bet that they've actually taken. So I think that China will do everything possible to accommodate of the U.S. And it's definitely in their, uh, their best interest. They want, they want, and I said this earlier, a lack of volatility. They're extremely risk averse. Any volatility could cause um, social unrest, which is exactly what they don't want. That would take them off this growth path, potentially uh, cause a crisis. So they are not going to rock the boat. Indeed, they think by having a fixed exchange rate that that actually reduces the overall volatility. And it might in the short term. What they don't realize is that it increases the long-term risk. That if these global imbalances become so large 
that you could go into a trade war and that could have very negative uh, consequences.